Today, we're going to continue on our third leg in our series on relationship. You know, February is our relationship month, and we talked about love the first week. Second week, we talked about trust. And today, we're going to talk about another very important leg in any relationship. See, I've been married now for 34 years. And you know, when you've been married for 34 years, you realize that there has not been a lot of offenses done. Mostly me offending my wife. <laughs> but in this life, I realize that it's a flawed life. It's a fallen uh, life where everybody is flawed. Everybody makes mistakes. Even, you know, in our words, in our actions, sometimes deliberately and sometimes unintentionally. But let me tell you, very important in any relationship is forgiveness. And that's what I'm going to be talking about. To be able to forgive one another. Who among you have been offended by others? More often than not, it is the, the very closest people in your lives. Mostly our families are the first one who will offend us. And again, because they're not perfect and we are not perfect. I probably offended a lot of people in the things that I've said, things that I've done. And probably the same with us. You know, sometimes my pride doesn't want to forgive others or my pride hinders me from allowing, you know, allowing others to, to forgive me or forgive others rather. And it's important that we understand what forgiveness is all about. You know, the funny thing about the gospel, which is the good news of God, when Christ died for us, it was really a story of the gospel. It is a story. It's a gospel of love. It's a gospel of trust. It's a gospel of forgiveness. And in short, forgiveness is truly possible and forgiveness is a choice. Our main verse for today, I'm going to read in Matthew 18, verses 23 to 25. It says, Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, the man, the servant, owed him 10,000 bags of gold, and he was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. Imagine this. I'm going to sell you, make you slaves to another person because you owe me so much. And you know what the servant did? At this, the servant fell on his knees before him and he said, Master, King, be patient with me, he begged. And I will pay back everything. The king, the servant's master, took pity on him and canceled the debt and let him go. But when the servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him again and began to choke him. He said, pay me back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, be patient with me and I'll pay it back. But you know what he did? He refused instead. He went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the king found out about his servant and said he was outraged and went, you know, and told the master everything that had happened. Then the master called the very servant. He said, you wicked servant, I canceled all your debts, 10,000 bags of gold, because you begged me. 
Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother and sister from your heart. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you don't, if you refuse to forgive others, your father in heaven will not forgive your sins. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this word. Father, make us understand what this, this story is all about. I pray, God, that we will learn how to forgive. In your name we pray. Amen. You know, this is an interesting story because it talks about the principle of forgiveness. It talks about how our Heavenly Father has forgiven us, just like the Master. And you know, all of us owe our Heavenly Father a big debt. Do you know that the debt we owe our Heavenly Father costs us our lives? It costs us our eternal life. And the Bible clearly states that there's such a thing as heaven and hell. And that if you sin, which we just didn't sin once, we sinned all our lifetime, we owe Him a lot. And you know what He did? Our Heavenly Father paid off all our debts, canceled our debts. And Jesus was the one who was sacrificed. And here we are, we, you know, in this life where people offend us and we can't even forgive them. We have to understand the gravity of sin. We have to understand that we owe our master such a great debt. It's a debt that we cannot repay. But you know what he did? He paid it in full. He forgave us. That's why this principle is so freeing if we just understand that our Heavenly Father wants us to have a life that is free from torment, free from stress and worry. Sometimes we get mad at the people who offended us. We have sleepless nights. And God wants us to be free. And the solution to this is the principle in the gospel, which is the, the gospel of forgiveness, the gospel that saves. And here is a clear example on how we should respond to people who offend us. In this earth, believe me, I, a lot of people have offended me. <laughs> My wife has offended, offended me a lot of times. I believe I've offended her more. But you know why we continue with our relationship? Because we have learned the power of forgiveness. Forgiveness is like a reset button. You know, when your computer crashes and everything is gone, sometimes it messes up. It removes all the good files and even the junk. And sometimes it's good once in a while to press the reset button. I call that the grace button. It's a, it's a button where you can restart. It's a button where you can have a second chance at life. It's a button when people give me a second chance in life. And God's just that same way. He gives us second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance. In fact, the Bible tells us his, his mercies are new every morning. I wake up each day no longer guilty of the things I committed in the past because I know my Heavenly Father loves me. 
and I know that he has canceled my debt. That's why I'm free every day. doesn't give me the freedom to keep on sinning, but it gives me the gratefulness to be able to start anew, afresh. And that's what forgiveness does to all of us, right? Forgiveness is key. My first point, forgiveness is knowing that we are sinners. Do you know that you're a sinner? Do you know that you messed up? Do you know that tomorrow you're going to mess up again? Do you know that you're going to make mistakes? We're sinners. We are sinners ourselves. While unforgiveness focuses on other people's mistake, we should be focusing on our mistake. The reason why the servant can forgive his fellow servant was because he was focusing on how he was wrong, how he was offended by his fellow servant, and not realizing that he too did an even greater wrong or mistake to his master. Isn't that so true? That our family members or friends or strangers wronged us once or twice, and we offended or wronged God almost every day, and we can't forgive them. While our master, God, forgives us every day. We do this because we're so focused on the hurt. We're so focused on what other people have done to us. We remember, and we keep remember, keep remembering what was done to us. We rewind, rehearse, nurture what was done to us. We keep touching the wounds of the past. That's why it doesn't heal. Instead of focusing on how God appropriates forgiveness in our daily lives. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eyes? Oh my gosh. How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eyes when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eyes. My second point, forgiveness is focused on God's grace while unforgiveness is clearly focused on our pride. Man, pride is a killer. It's hard to forgive when we, are, we feel self uh, we're self-righteous. We feel that we're perfect, that we've done everything good. No, when we feel we've been wrong and that we're not aware and that we, have, we too have, been, have wronged others. We judge others harder than we judge ourselves. I like this saying. They say that, you know, we judge others by their actions and ourselves by our own intention. My third point. The main root of unforgiveness is actually pride. In James, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. You know, when you are unforgiving, you cannot release people for the things that they have done to you. It's like you're still connected. They say that when you forgive others, you set a person free, and that person is actually you. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. I love this verse. It reminds me of the Passion of the Christ. When people were torturing Christ, when people were killing him, hitting on him, embarrassing him, and this is what he said, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He didn't retaliate. He didn't fight back. He could have. He's powerful. But he wanted them to see what true forgiveness is so that we can emulate him. When Jesus asked his father to forgive us, Jesus knew that we don't understand what true forgiveness is. Jesus knew that we're self-righteous and prideful people. 
We always see the mistakes of others and are blinded by the fact that we have offended God. By the way, every time you offend others or do wrong to others, the very first person you sin against is God himself. The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you do to the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you do unto me. Wow. If I love on others, God's, we are loving God. If we offend others, we're offending God. And if we don't forgive others, we're actually not appropriating the grace that God has given to us. How do you know you have pride when you can't forgive others? You know, when you, when you can't forgive yourself. Oh my God, sometimes it's easier to forgive others than to forgive yourself. I have a friend, he just said, you know, I've forgiven everyone, but I have a hard time forgiving myself. You know what that is? That's pride. How dare you? How prideful you are when you can't forgive yourself if God has already forgiven you. We still live in the past shame and guilt. Do you know that the main reason you can't forgive yourself is actually pride? Go ask God for forgiveness. Tell God, you know what, God? You know, I still live in the past. I still live in the past mistakes. But God's saying, no, it's time for you to move forward through forgiveness. Point number four, if God forgave you, you should forgive yourself and you should forgive others. Your righteousness does not come from your doing good works. Your righteousness comes because your heavenly father forgave you. You are not in right standing with God because of all the good things you did. You're only made righteous because of what he did. And my last point, it's hard to forgive when you think you are the only one who was offended. Remember, in order to forgive, you have to realize you have offended God countless times, numerous times. I've committed sin. I've lied. I've lusted. I have killed people in my heart. And I've fallen short. It says here, you're familiar with the command to the ancients. Ancients, do not murder. I'm telling you that anyone who is so much as angry with a brother or sister is already guilty of murder. Have you ever lusted or committed adultery? It says, it says in the word, you have heard that it was said, those of you, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with their heart. See, we already have offended God numerous times, numerous times, endless times. And we deserve punishment because we have sinned. So again, the key to being set free is to be able to forgive others and forgive yourself. Amen? We're all guilty and we need to ask God for forgiveness. Lord, forgive us for not forgiving. Forgive us of our sins. Father God, we have countless times sinned against you and yet you have forgiven us, giving us a chance, Father God, to repent. And we thank you that by your grace, Lord, we are set free by this, from this, Lord. And again, for those who are watching today, I just want to say this. If you are holding on to unforgiveness in your life, it's about time that we set someone free and that person is actually you, us. 